0: And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. When you spend a lot of time, Doc Manson at Doc Manson, listening to audio through headphones you buy at the Dollar Tree, and then you get good quality headphones everything sounds much different
1: i believe that dc matthews at the dc matthews would that would that observation have anything to do with those shiny pairs of cans that are strapped to that massive noggin of yours right they're now?
0: barely hanging on but yes indeed yes indeed what kind
1: of cans are those oh you know
0: <laughs> The kind I didn't have to pay for, so I didn't
1: bother looking. Hold
0: on. nope.
1: There's a box somewhere. I just this just goes to show how materialistic DC Matthews is, which is to say, not at all. It doesn't even matter what it is that you give him. He doesn't even look at it. He doesn't even care. He's just thankful he is that good of a human being.
0: Did you buy these at the Dollar Tree? No. Improvement. (laughs) <laughs> hold on let me see if i can do a
1: full turn huh. here. they look nice ah. i'm sorry they don't quite fit because
0: you're uh, right these are one audio pro 10 studio dj headphones
1: one audio all right those look fantastic dc
0: i can tell from the way you said that that you've never heard of the company
1: no never but that's okay <laughs> i don't have to have heard of it for it to be decent I'll be honest with you, most things out there are pretty damn decent these days as long as you're not buying them at the dollar store. Yeah,
0: it comes with a fancy uh, long red cord that actually had, I didn't have to use the adapter to get it into my mixer. Mm. It had the full, so I'm I'm pretty fancy right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I will say you mentioned that they don't fit that well and that is unfortunate because yeah, uh, a pair of over the ear headphones are they over or on the ear headphones actually i can't tell from what i'm looking at do they sit on top of your ears or do they go around your ears they're on top of my ears okay so they're on ears are
0: yours over
1: the ears yeah yeah they go they go around
0: so your ears don't feel squished by not as much the serious amount of padding
1: yeah um i do have another pair that are on ears I don't wear them as much. I find them to be less comfortable personally. Oh, but some people prefer them. So, I mean, it's, you know.
0: I, I'm used to an earbud. So, this is an improvement there that it's not in my ear. I don't imagine I'm going to rip these out as I am moving yeah. hither and yon. So, that's an improvement. Um, but yeah, this was one of the bigger uh, gifts I got from the champ and Mama Matthews. Uh this year, how was your holiday? Last we spoke. It was episode three hundred, so it's been a little while since we've sat down. Uh what's new in the life of the good Dr. Manson?
1: Uh not too much, DC, not too much. Um had Christmas at my parents' house, which was great. And was it here we are? What, was it great? It was great. Okay. It was so good. It was great. Um, But yeah, you know, we had a nice quiet Christmas Eve at home. We made uh, pierogies using the air fryer. We tried that out. How'd that work out? Pretty good. Pretty good. The first batch that we put in, we put in for way too long and they puffed up like the dough just baked like it was bread. Okay. It was, they didn't burn. They were still quite tasty. And then we, we shortened the time for subsequent batches and. It came out quite well. Uh, Um, Cheese
0: and potato pierogi. Uh, Yeah,
1: cheese and cheese and potato is the one I tend to gravitate towards. Um, Cabbage used to be big in my extended family, also, but I never deserved. I never developed much of a taste for it. No. Um, So yeah, that was good, and we had kielbasa and a nice cranberry uh, sauce to go along with that. That was delicious. Very fancy. Yeah, again, that was just sort of stuff that we I used to have uh, the Christmas Eve growing up that christmas eve was at my grandmother's mm-hmm. on my father's side and that's a huge family he was one of four brothers and four sisters wow all their kids sure. and their kids kids so it used to be a big huge thing and of course now nobody on that side of the family gets together at all anymore so is, it, just is gone. it
0: because the the patriarch or the matriarch passed away and once it Yeah, got pretty down, much. That's what happened with my dad's side of the family. When my grandmother was alive, we all got together or she would have killed us. When she passed yeah. in the mid-90s, that was the last time I saw certain members of that family.
1: I just think the siblings aren't actually very close. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not true. The certain members of the family are a little clique. Yeah. And they just do their own things all together, and that's fine. And we were never part of that clique, so... Uh, hence I have not seen them since my grandmother passed either. Yep.
0: So. Did you feel the nostalgia though with the pierogi and the kielbasa? and
1: not really. Only because you know we've co-opted it into our own thing. That's typically what we do on Christmas Eve at ah, Anton Manor. Okay. So. so this is not the first time. No, not the first time. Got it. Um, so yeah, that was good. Hey, you know, Christmas Day was alright. Um went to my parents. Again, I only we went midday, went for um Lunch slash dinner, dinner, Christmas dinner, really, but we were eating at like two o'clock or so. So, you know, pretty early on. And, um, not much to
2: report there. It was fine, I guess. Um, gifts exchanged, hugs yeah, exchanged. I mean, I guess.
1: Not really, but, you know, um, my father was very interested in my new electric vehicle.
2: Okay, um, so took him for a ride in that, and um, yeah, that's about it, really. And so, what have you done
0: since then? Are you are you working on your various projects? Did you actually get to take some
1: time and do nothing? Um, yeah, I'm mostly just working on that lab manual. Um, at the beginning of all this, you know, I had had some chapters of that quote unquote done, Mm -hmm. but I decided I was going to go back and sort of re organize everything, sort of change philosophies in terms of how I was approaching stuff. So a lot of that had to get relooked
2: at. And at this point now, I would say, uh, I've got three weeks out of, 14,
1: completely done. I'm working on the fourth. There's a fifth that's basically done, but needs to be some wrapping up there. And I've got really good ideas for two additional new weeks. Uh, and then everything after that's going to be sort of repurposing stuff that we already do. So I'm feeling like it's pretty well under control. I just got to get it all done. So I'm making good progress there. That's good. That's um, good. Work is just <laughs> so dumb, I tell you, because actual work, my like my day job, I get a call on uh, Christmas Eve. And of course, I'm not really paying attention to my phone because it's Christmas Eve. Sure. And I'm not at work. I'm on vacation. Go F yourself. Apparently, um, you know, facilities, uh, the maintenance folk on campus decided Christmas Eve would be a great time to go uh, to do a work order on our cold room uh, in one of our buildings. Oh, no. Yeah. And so the guy gets there. And of course, they. I don't, know, I don't know the whole story, but the cold room basically gets turned off, right? And then it gets warm in there because the compressor is still running, mm-hmm. but like, it's not actually cooling anything. And so it gets to be like 80 degrees in the cold room, apparently. Oh, no. And when the facility guys goes back out now, of course, this is a cold room full of biological specimens you know, that are preserved specimens. Yeah. And so he gets there, and of course, all he's breathing in is preservative. And he has no idea what it is that he's breathing. So he's freaking out. So he calls the fire department because it's Christmas Eve and there's nobody around. <sighs> so Christmas Eve, so, so the fire department comes. They call me, finally get a hold of me. I tell them, just shut the whole thing down. I don't care. Just shut it down. I'll deal with it when I get back from vacation. There's nothing in there that's harmful because yeah. there's not. And it'll be fine at room temperature. So you're good to go. And I said, do you mind if we just... Um, block it off, and I was like, "What do you mean? Like, well, we're just going to put up like some caution tapes, and so nobody can get access to the room in the meantime." And I was like, "I mean, I don't care if you do that, but what's the process for getting access back to my room?" And they were like, "Ah, oh, you just have to contact DHS, the and they'll come do an inspection." I said, "Yeah, whatever, that's fine. I don't care. Go for it." Um, so EHNS then called me two days ago on the twenty seventh. They're like, "Hey, we want to come inspect your room," and I was like, "That's great. I'm not going to be there." My staff aren't there. I have no plans on coming back. And they're like, oh, um, well, I guess we can try to get keys from facilities. And I said, you go ahead and do that because I'm not coming in. I'm on vacation. So leave me alone. Yeah. And so they go in today. And, of course, the keys they got from facilities don't work, which is ridiculous because, again, remind you, all this started with somebody from facilities coming with their own keys and they were able to get in. So I don't know what's going on there. So he's trying to get a hold of me all day today. And I just, again, didn't have my phone on me because as far as I'm concerned, it's over. I'm on vacation. I don't keep myself glued to my phone on vacation. And as far as I know, it's handled. You know what I mean? Yeah. He goes in. I checked with my other staff because they're all supposed to be on vacation. Well, one of them actually decided to go in today for some reason and ran into this guy just randomly. After... He already left me a voicemail about how we can't get in. Turns out he did get in because they let him in. And they found out the cold room was at 90 degrees Fahrenheit now. And so I was like, and so then my staff are calling me. The staff members call me freaking out because everything in there is cooking, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do about it. I told them to turn it off. If they didn't turn it off, call a work order and get them to come turn it off. And, of course, facility sends back a message saying, oh, yeah, we're all on vacation. So, (laughs) yeah, I'm just like, what do you want me to do about this? I'm not coming in from vacation. I don't care. Like every single specimen that's in there can get destroyed and thrown away. I I don't care.
0: Yeah, I think that's clearly they wanted you to come in and take care of
2: it yourself. Not gonna. I'm on vacation. You don't pay me nearly enough.
1: And yet here we are now. So on three separate days of my vacation, I've been having to have phone calls and bullshit talking about this stuff. And I will and I will tell you right now, I'm going to not take two to three hours of vacation time on every day that I've had to deal with this. I'm going to charge them for my fucking time because it's fucking ridiculous.
2: Do you have a work phone, or does this all go into your cell phone? All goes to my phone because. Are they're I think too cheap to get me a work phone. I was going to say, they should get you
0: a
1: work phone. That's how I feel about it. You don't want to get me a work <laughs> phone? Fine, then I'm not going to promise
2: to be available. Go fuck yourself. <sighs> Fun times in the life and again, of it. I also
1: thought it was all handled. Like Again, all that stuff in there, it's at room temperature. You shut the cold room down, is that room temperature. It's fine. I literally told them, it can wait until I'm back from vacation. It's not my fault that they then didn't shut it down. You know what I mean? Like, this is not an emergency as far as I'm concerned. I don't care. And maybe that makes me, like, a bad person to be in charge of all this stuff. But it's not a disaster. It's not an emergency. Nothing, like, it's not like anything in there is hazardous. If it was hazardous and, like, there was something that had to be done, I
2: would take care of it. You know what I mean? Sure. But, like, it's it's not that's not the situation here like no. it's just been warm yeah don't care if we if at this point
1: those things have been cooking in there for days like me going in now makes no difference if all that stuff has to get replaced it's going to have to get replaced yeah you know what i mean like that's not going to change between now and monday so i'll deal with it on monday leave me alone i thought you took
0: is this the end of your multiple weeks off? Is that the? I thought,
1: yeah, I thought you yeah, were taking. Only, like I'm three. only taking two two weeks. Oh, so. okay.
0: I thought you were taking three or four.
1: But I was going to take three, but the problem with three is that gets me back, um, basically with one week until the semester starts, which is not enough time. Got it. To do everything I need to do before the semester starts, so basically I have to go back next week, especially now that I have to deal with this, whatever this is. <laughs>
0: Well, aren't you just going to reorder stuff and the university will have to pay
2: for it all? I mean, it comes out of my budget, so, yeah. I think there's a good chance that none of it's actually damaged, though. Like, we'll see. If they're all cooked, then, yeah, they're cooked, but hopefully they're not that bad. (laughs) 90
1: degrees isn't that hot. Like, it's not. No. It's not ideal, but it's not like it's, it's not like it's been at
0: 325 and it's, you know, essentially a slow cooker in there.
1: Right. And who knows? Is that a real temperature reading or is that just somebody telling me it felt like it was 90 degrees in there when, in fact, it was 70 degrees? I, I have no idea. Sure.
2: And I also don't care. I can't stress this enough. Leave me alone. I will deal with this on Monday. Go on vacation. All of you go home.
0: So, I'll take it there's a no on the relaxation and chilling out. and
1: Yeah, pretty much completely no. As long as you're
2: <clears throat> ready for WWE day one, really all that matters. Pay-per-view this weekend. I know you're looking Great. forward to it. No. Um, <clears throat> let's see.
0: What did I do for my holiday? We did... Family stuff. On Christmas Eve, there was shrimp I wasn't allowed
2: to eat, which was really annoying. But there, why didn't sh- you eat it? Because I'm allergic. But I thought you could eat it. <clears throat> I think I can
0: too, but um, certain people, more than one, uh, were not willing to risk it on Christmas Eve. When you have, you know, Christmas night, your your appendix starts to have a problem. And you wind up needing to go to the hospital the day after to get emergency appendectomy. People are a little hesitant over the holidays with medical stuff. So it was just better that I waited, you know.
1: So you're going to eat all the shrimp today instead? You
0: I wish. There were chicken wings and pigs in a blanket. So I was just fine.
1: All right. right.
0: And then uh, Christmas Day, we slept over at my parents' house. So Christmas morning, it was... Me, my wife, my parents, and my in-laws. So that was a nice little morning. Then we came back here and just chilled, which was wonderful. And then we went up to the great North Woods, saw the nephews, which was... Four-year-olds are annoying,
2: you know? Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, it was fun, but, you know, saw the four, four-year-old, saw the
0: three-month-old. So that was lovely.
1: It's the sort of thing where you're like, I'm glad I can go see you for an
0: hour. And that's exactly it. And there was enough family there. There were like seven adults for the one for a infant and a, I, I guess for it's still a toddler, maybe the end of toddlerdom. Um, so it was nice to just be like, and no, you're going to try to lick me because you think you're a dog today. I'm going to walk away. Don't you normally deal with four year olds? I normally deal with seven- and eight-year-olds. So Isn't
1: that essentially the same thing as a four-year-old, or: <clears throat>
0: no. I know no student of mine this year has tried to lick me because they believe they're a dog. This year. I would have to think back to the previous 15 or so years that I've been doing this, but uh,
1: <clears throat> yeah. I, I, uh, actually, I'd like to know. Have you ever been licked by a student? I have. I'm kidding, I have not
0: <laughs> It's a different connotation in your
1: it certainly is, field. which is why I thought it was a funny it's juxtaposition a, if only Manson's, it were true,
0: Manson's gonna love it,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm sure she would
0: um but yeah, so yeah, it's been you know we're trying to get stuff done, trying to get things organized and prepped for the next big push, but uh had some time to relax and. Record a podcast or two, play some video games, chill, which was nice. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Any okay. plans? Any plans for New Year's Eve?
2: Um, I've got some coconut
1: shrimp. Nice. Uh, who's got a date with my air fryer? Nice. Um, we've got a little bit of steak and um, some red wine. I think to pair with all that. Mm-hmm. So very nice. That's, those are our. New Year's Eve plans, I would say.
0: We have some steak in the freezer as well that maybe we'll save for New Year's Eve. I made a risotto today. I got some seasoning to make cacio e pepe, which is the cheese and pepper pasta, which sounds delicious to me, so I may try to break that out in the next few days. Um, But yeah, no, we have no major plans. Uh, I did hear, did I send a message? No, I got a message from Tall Guy. And so we have texted and he's like, Oh, it's been too long. We should catch up. And I am hesitant to write back right now because if he suggests new year's Eve, I, I will politely decline, but we will try. So to, why don't
1: you just write him back and be like, Hey, why don't we uh, get some brunch or lunch or I'm bad at that. I'm bad at
0: actually suggesting the plans. I try to be, I'm a people pleaser. So I try to go, yeah, whatever works for you. And then they suggest something that I hate. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, I guess I can podcast at four o'clock. Sure, that sounds good.
1: You remember when, when Tall Guy was, was like a smart, intelligent, functioning human being?
0: I, I've seen him so infrequently, I don't know if he is or not anymore.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, when last time I saw him, hmm, that would have been, I don't know, probably late April, early May. No, no, it couldn't have been that. It would have been
2: June or July somewhere in there june maybe and at that point we we went out for
1: breakfast and he was talking about how he had just gotten the vaccine like the week before mm. because he didn't trust it and i was like oh you should have called me we could have talked about it and he just was like what do you know about it and i was like <laughs> oh um you know, you know what nothing never mind I, I don't know anything about it.
0: Oh, he sounds like those parents of his are rubbing off on him.
1: Uh, that's exactly what it was. He was talking mostly about them.
0: Yeah. Um, that's, that's a little scary. Um, yeah, yeah, we, you know. and so I don't
1: think they've gotten the kid vaccinated. Um, and I don't know if the wife is vaccinated either.
0: Well, that will be an interesting thing we should figure out because, you know, I don't know if you've seen it. Nice segue here. Uh, the positivity rate right now in the great nutmeg state is at 17.78%. Yeah. Um, Doc Manson, I ask you since I know you know lots about this and I trust your judgment. Uh, uh, what the hell? Omicron, man. That's what the hell. Uh, is it that the rates are higher but the the effect is less like – should I be insisting on remote teaching? Should I be washing my groceries again? What, what, sh-
1: what should I be doing? I mean, I never would have suggested washing your groceries. So well, We did. There, was a, there yeah. was a month or so when we did. Well, I'm way whack back in the beginning before we had a good idea what was going on, I didn't do it, but I could understand folks who wanted to be cautious yeah. at that point. But at this point, I don't think there's any real reason to do so. I just got another phone call on my phone. I swear to God, I think that's the guy from eh and EHS. I'm not picking it up.
0: Um, anyways. You should answer it live <clears throat> on the air. That would be amazing. That would be such great audio just to listen to you try to be patient with a member of the facility staff and, and just not doing it.
1: Uh, that's not this one. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Omicron. Obviously, not everything's known about it yet. Could it still take a turn for the worse? Sure, but all as of right now, it seems like it's certainly much less um, of a threat than earlier variations of COVID. Uh, the one thing I will say, though, is you know you have to keep in mind. I know at this point, everybody has a certain degree of what's the term. They're not weariness, but they're over the fact that there's there's a pandemic. You know what I mean? Like they're weariness. Yeah, it's weariness. There we go. Weariness. Weariness. And yeah. yeah, maybe weariness is what I'm looking for. Um, and you know they're all sort of just all done with this. And so the problem is you hear from the media that this is a less severe variant than Delta. Um, but just again, not that I'm trying to be a doomsayer or whatever, but less severe does not mean Not severe. You know what I mean? Um, I will say, based off of all the data that I'm seeing right now, if you're vaccinated and certainly if you're boosted, it looks like it's much less of a threat than even the flu is on a regular year. So it looks like things are trending in the right direction. If we keep getting variants that are like this, more infectious, but less. You know, causing less severe disease, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we may be heading towards the end of this thing. But of course, the problem is if we get a mutation that brings back the severe side effects, there's no reason to think it won't. There's no, I know people like to say, ah, yeah, well, the virus wants to replicate, right? And if it kills people, that's no good. So of course, we're going to get less and less um severe over time as it continues to mutate that's not actually true that's not how it works it's not like evolution or mutations are directed in that way um a lot of it's just random so it doesn't guarantee it's going to go that way but good chance come next year we're all just going to you know be getting covid like it's a regular old cold or cold virus and you'll get your sniffles and your headache and whatever, and then you'll probably feel better after that. But, you know, don't get me wrong. If you're unvaccinated right now, Omicron's rate of death is still like three times higher than the flu. So um, still rather significant. More than three times, really, three and a half times, maybe. So, you know, most people don't worry about the flu either. But I, I don't know. I feel like influenza being the deadliest infectious disease um, that we have being, you know, three and a half times deadlier than that mm. um, is still worthy of being cautious. But that's just me, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, I'd say if you're if you're if you're vaccinated and if you're boosted, you don't have much to worry about. You'll probably definitely catch this thing. It seems to be infectious enough that you're going to catch it um, if you're exposed, even if you're boosted. But uh, it seems like it's going to be a pretty Pretty, pretty mild disease and it'll pass. So. All right. Well, that does make
0: me feel a little bit better because, you know, the rates have been going up, up, up. I'm getting emails from work being like, all right, so five people since we went on break have notified the school that they have tested positive, you know, somewhat related to the school community. So people are a little freaked out, but. I am slightly relieved to know that hopefully it will be less symptomatic, you know. <clears throat> we we went out yesterday and ran some errands and I was actually in stores albeit briefly. I was in bed bath and beyond for about 10 minutes, which is 10 minutes longer than I'd ever like to be in a bed bath and beyond. But um
1: but yeah. So, you know, it- anecdotally it seems like the only people being hospitalized at this point are the unvaccinated. But Again, that's anecdotal and it is a big statistics game. Just because you're vaccinated and or boosted doesn't mean you can't get severe disease. It just the statistics say it's increasingly unlikely. Alright. So
0: well, <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens when, you know, we are mixing cohorts and things at work. And I'm wondering how long that's going to last or if they'll start to be some push to try to get us back to where we were last year, you know, keeping our classes relatively separate and such, but we will see what happens. But that, that is your, your 10 minutes of COVID talk with <clears throat> doctor of virology.
1: Stop looking at your phone. What are you doing? I, getting, I forget who the hell called me. getting texts was- now. Anyways, how you doing, sir? What else are we talking about? Uh, well, I seventeen
0: know, percent or whatever, eight, almost eighteen. Uh, yeah.
1: The the news story
0: of the day in the world of wrestling: Tony Storm. Um, I'm not sure if you know who that is, but Tony pass away? No, she huh. uh, got released, or I, or the the understanding is she asked for her release and it was granted. So Good. She. In a last minute before the end of the year, one last release, I think that brings our grand total actually up to 80, 80 talents in the WWE system were released in 2021. I believe that's accurate. Um, You know, she had a title match just four or five days ago. Obviously, it was unsuccessful. Maybe she felt like that was her peak. And if they weren't going to put the belt on her at that point, they probably weren't going to put the belt on her at all. So. You know, she is engaged, I believe, to the former CJ Parker, now known as Juice Robinson, who's wrestling in Japan, wrestling in uh, Impact from time to time. So maybe she's more interested in spending time with him, getting off the road. Who knows? But, uh, but yeah, that is the interesting story. There are a couple of wrestling shows happening in the next uh, week or so. There is WWE Day One. NXT is offering New Year's Evil. And uh, something you really don't care about, um, you know. New Japan every January fourth, I believe it's the fourth, offers their Wrestle Kingdom uh, pay per view. Their WrestleMania, uh, it's going to be a three night event. Take that WWE; they're doing it in three nights, um, and it is you know that is happening as well. So it is going to be a, a big night for, or a big week. In the world of wrestling. And cool. So I figure we have to talk some wrestling.
1: Yeah, no, I'm sorry to hear that Tony Storm Tony Storm is gone from the WWE, but it did seem like they were never going to put her like at the top of their division. Um, you know, they they for the longest time have stuck with for better or for worse, the four horse women. Yep. And, you know, even Bianca Belair, uh, again, another homegrown talent. And with the way they've restructured NXT, they've made it very clear they're not that interested in people who have built up their base elsewhere anymore, making them cornerstones of their company. So, you yeah, know, I think Tony Storm, regardless of her reasoning, I think uh, she'll probably find greener pastures elsewhere. Oh, uh, absolutely. AEW, Impact. Uh, you know, she could go back
0: to the UK to all of the great promotions out that way. Plenty of, re-
1: plenty yeah. I mean, I would work. say she could go to Japan except new Japan pro wrestling is, uh, you know, completely sexist and has a women's division. So she could
0: go to stardom, I suppose, which is their, you know, their women's promotion over there in Japan, but I get what you're saying. Uh, but yeah, so that is the, the news. Otherwise, um, you know, there were some wrestlers, Seth Rollins came down with COVID, So that threw a monkey wrench into the plans, at least for Monday Night Raw, changed some house shows, though WWE, I believe I'm accurate in saying they announced uh, pretty much right along with the information about Seth Rollins and such getting COVID, uh, that they're no longer going to need their talent to test. Talent doesn't need to, probably because it causes all of these issues And so they'll just be happy, you know. No, you don't need to test. Don't tell us if you have it or not. The show must go on sort of thing. So yet more questionable business practices by the good folks over there at Titan Sports. Uh, Do you think you will watch the Rumble? The Rumble is in less than a month. Actually, I think it's a month from today. Do you
1: think you will watch the Rumble? I doubt it, honestly. If I start hearing some sort of return rumors, maybe that would entice me, but honestly, yeah. like I don't even know who would be returning
2: That would entice me to watch. You know what I mean? Like... Who's who fine? Who, who is there? Left?: Who's left?: uh, Who's left to return? Oh. No, I'd. <laughs> Doc,
0: Doc puts a mistletoe up on the screen, so. And now there's Orgasmic Reindeer, I believe that was. <laughs> oh, oh, the things we do. To, uh, now it's snowing. Okay. Uh, yeah, they haven't even announced, you know, the Wikipedia page doesn't even have uh, any matches set up, which is interesting considering it is, like I said, about a month from uh, today. So, uh, you know, we'll see. It's the rumble. I I will say now that they've moved to two rumbles a show, I'm less excited for it. I wish they would, you know, if they're going to do that, alternate one year, have a women's rumble, one year, have a men's rumble. You know, if we had to wait two years for it, then you could build up returns because I don't know who's going to show up unless unless they manage to get Kenny Omega. Can't imagine how they would, Um, you know. Who's going to show up, Kane, The Undertaker?
1: I don't even feel like Kenny Omega would feel like a big
0: get at this point. He would to most of the wrestling world, perhaps not to us, but to most of the wrestling world.
1: I guess it's just weird having like this other company now that is featuring a lot of these big name stars and, and feeling like they're on pretty even footing with WWE, even if they're not. Uh, it just, it it does to me. It does make something someone like a Kenny Omega a reveal in the WWE less impactful because I'm like, oh, well, I was just watching him on television last week. Not literally last week. I realize he's been out, but you know what I'm saying, right? Um, it's different when this when WWE for you know a decade and a half was the, real, the only game in town, and it was a big deal if somebody showed up on their product. But I don't know. It just doesn't feel that way anymore. Mm.
0: Yeah, I know, I'm trying to think. I had suggested so Monday they announced Seth Rollins gets COVID. They're, you know, obviously they're scrambling to figure out the show because why don't you, you just know.
1: take AJ Styles and put him in a silly jacket? Like that would just take care of it, wouldn't it? Well, what they're doing
0: is they're taking AJ Styles and they're sending him to NXT. He's oh. been down he's been down there, and so that was my suggestion. Was look, you want to make the Royal rumble interesting to certain people have NXT quote unquote, take over Monday night raw and, you know, demand 10 spots in the rumble. Like they had, you know, they're part of the, they're part of the brand. So. Sure. Why that's
2: a
1: thing you could do. Why not?
0: Uh, I'm trying to, I'm looking to see here, you know, any matches that might, you know, delight you, uh, Big E versus Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens versus Bobby Lashley. You like at least two of those people. Okay. Uh, Edge versus The Miz is a thing they've decided needs to happen in 2021. 2022, technically. Uh, Let's see here. Walter's finally going to show up in NXT proper. Uh, He'll be wrestling at their New Year's Evil show, which (laughs) is not. Is that a thing
1: that hasn't already happened? No, he he lost the NXT UK title. Was gone for a while, and now for uh, like a, for a hot moment, I thought you were going to say he was going to show up on like the the regular product, but just that's NXT. That's what I'm saying. You have him show up and
0: be like, "I'm in the Royal Rumble." Everyone's going to be like, "Okay, he needs to win," and then go fight Roman Reigns. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm sure the shows will be good as they always are, but uh you know AJ Styles is wrestling at New Year's Evil taking on uh young Grayson Waller who I'm sure you know who that is nope uh but yeah there's there's your there's your wrestling talk making sure we get some um get some wrestling news in there <sighs> any good gifts what was your favorite gift of the uh of the of the
2: year um uh, probably a pair of headphones like you got a pair of uh airpods
1: okay very so nice kind of hurt my ears a little bit though kind of like I, yours yeah
0: i like the padded buds the airpods i've seen them before they don't look comfortable um are they padded yeah they've got like a Oh, okay. Those are different than the ones. Yeah,
1: but I, I still remember. don't. I guess these are the pros. So I okay. think the regular ones don't have the silicon piece. But, um, but yeah, they're just like too big or something. Like they, hmm. they hit the fleshy part of my ear. And no, no, no. I might, I, I might try different um, pieces here. I might try to order like some foam ones or something and see if that helps. But yeah, they're nice. I was looking into bone conduction. Yeah, headphones. I've seen those. I've
0: tried them before. Um I think they're just little speakers cuz it said it, when I was reading about it it did say that the people next to you will hear what you're watching, so be careful. I think it's just tiny little speakers that maybe are direct, you know.
1: It depends like, on what product you're talking about, but there there's this one company that I'm aware of. I think it's called like Aftershocks or something like that. Yeah. And I actually they had a pair of them out in um The campus bookstore actually. And they worked great. Like maybe if you had them jacked like all the way up or something, but like on this kiosk, just sitting there, they seemed perfectly quiet. And you put them on your head, and um, yeah, you were hearing music. I mean, don't get me wrong, it wasn't like high fidelity, but it sounded pretty good (laughs) for what I thought. I was impressed.
0: I may need to get those for myself because I have, you know, multiple you know, corded Bluetooth headphones. I have a pair of wireless Bluetooth headphones. I believe I got last year for Christmas or maybe for my birthday or something. Um, But I would like to avoid having things in my ears because I feel like my ears are just pounds of impacted wax, probably from having buds
1: in. You you know, you you can you can see a doctor and and they could. I could. Clear those out. I don't want to do the thing, you know, I've been
0: to, like, I went to the walking clinic once thinking I had an ear infection, and they did the thing with the water and all of that, and then it turned out I did have one. I want to go to the one where they actually put, like, the camera and the scope up, and they can really sweep it all out. I think that would be more fun in a disgusting sort of way.
1: Yeah, don't they have, like, ear, nose, and throat doctors? Like, couldn't you? I We have this stuff. It's. I didn't get...
0: You know, there are times when it gets so bad that it feels like my ears are blocked and I can't hear as well. And then I get the kit with the drops and all of that. And you do it yourself. Um, it hasn't been that bad. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm overreacting. But I'm looking at the aftershocks right now. You know, reasonably priced. I got some Amazon gift cards for, uh, for uh, Christmas from uh, some students. So maybe I will, uh, maybe I will buy myself a little present and try these out. Cause I think I that know. would be, yeah. that would be fun. All right. Shall we get to the emails? Anything else you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about some, some resolutions for the new year? Do you want to do a, a 2021 year in review? Do you want to give out some DDT awards? Anything you feel like doing there? Not really. All right. Uh, well, okay then. Yeah. No, 2021 was not fun. I think there's an email that kind of, References that.
1: Do you have Uh, any New Year's resolutions? I don't really do New Year's resolutions. They always just seem pointless and stupid. I do the same.
0: I do the same ones. I always do, which is, you know, I want to read more actual books. Uh, It would be nice to be healthier. Um, It would be nice, wouldn't it? If it just happened, that's it. (laughs) Because it's like you know, it's winter time. Like I go for walks whenever it's nice out.
2: It's not nice out in the winter time and yeah you know I wish you could be a little bit taller. I want to be a baller. Oh that I don't know. There's a, isn't that a song. Baller. Sure a don't ask tall. me. Don't.
0: <laughs> we have half a dozen wonderful emails from the Besties podcast at ddtwrestling.com. Uh the first one comes from
1: Jeffrey who I believe does not have Twitter.
0: Happy belated 300.
1: Hey guys, congratulations on 300, or 301 now. I meant to write for the 300, but I guess I missed it. Came earlier than I thought, then got sidetracked with Christmas. Anyways, awesome job on 300. Love that I'm back listening. Had a question, with New Year's coming up, what are your resolutions? How are some of your past resolutions? Any tips on how to make them stick? Thanks, Jeffrey from Massachusetts who doesn't have Twitter and now doesn't have Facebook or Instagram sent from my iPhone.
0: Uh, funny. I didn't even look at this one, but it's funny how that goes together. Um, any tips on how to make them stick? Uh, make them ridiculously easy. I will drink water in the new year.
1: I don't know. And I just, I, I know some people like need the motivation or yeah. something, but like you can make changes literally yeah. at any time. There's nothing stopping you from doing it now or yesterday or whenever. There's nothing magical about January 1st. It's a calendar of made up dates that are completely arbitrary. Like, you know what I mean? Like start your diet now. If you're want to be serious about, it. I know it doesn't really work that way. Some people like need the deadline or something to get motivated. I don't know. I don't, but again, they don't work for me either. Like I, whatever. I, I'm not the most motivated person. So I, I have having, no, I have no tricks. I have no tips. I think having goals,
0: is good. Resolution, yeah, I don't have any res, of those. Resolutions implies you are going to dress, drastically change something about your character just because the calendar has flipped over, which is a little much. I
2: probably. resolve to no longer host a podcast.
0: I did wonder. Like We, we, did, we did 300, then we took a Wednesday off because it was around the holidays, and then I was like... I wonder, like we're done. I didn't think we were done, but I was just like, I wonder if it's going to take us a couple of weeks to get back on the horse and be like, yeah, we should. Um, I I recommend goals, and again, you know, when you when you're looking at a goal, come up with something that is relatively attainable or can be attainable in steps. So why don't we set goals?
1: Let's set a goal. Well, each of us, let's set a goal, and we'll have our weekly check-ins podcast. at the podcast to see if we're continuing with our goals. Oh, then not for the podcast, just goals in general. In general, but we'll use the podcast weekly as our check-in our, to keep us honest and on target. <laughs> okay. You It'll go be first. our responsibility podcast.
0: What's your, what's your goal going to be then? Um, are you going to go for something lofty Or are you going to go with I will watch more horror movies this year
1: Yeah I don't really do goals. I'd, like, I'd
0: like your goal To be that by the end of 2022 you are ready To roll on season 2 Of the horrid podcast That's what I would like your goal To be I'd like that too but I think that's Increasingly unlikely <laughs> i understand you have other stuff you could work on but again 12 months even if you even if you did a six episode season two and that gave you two months each to work on episodes
2: i don't know how long it took you to write those episodes but yeah 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 all right moving on <laughs> uh yeah Uh Easily attainable. Something that you can
0: do in stages. Don't say I'm going to lose 50 pounds in 2022. Uh, Say I'm going to lose, you know, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in 2022. And then if you get there by March, celebrate that, not with food. And then, like Doc said,
1: adjust your goal. Uh, Che, year end. Hi, gents. Hope you and yours had a good Xmas and are going to have a great New Year's. What have been your highlights and lowlights of 2021, and what do you hope in 2022? I'm not much of a new year, new me guy, but I hope to get back to the gym and hope to complete a triathlon this year. Anyway, well wishes, all the best sent from the bottom of my gin glass.
0: I like that he wants to get back to the gym and compete in the triathlon from the bottom of the gin glass a good place to start there, Che.
1: Well, you gotta start from the bottom, right? Work your way up.
0: Uh, highlights and lowlights. We made it to 300 episodes. Um, highlight! We, we are incorporating uh, the piece of business folks a little bit more. You know, whether or not... Lowlight! <laughs> well, that's funny that's, shit right there. I, I suppose <laughs> I set you up for that. But that was a highlight for me. Um... You know, the low light is at some point in 2021, we lost GQ and uh, yeah, whatever I, he sucks. I, I see here, you know, on this little box I have, there's a, there's a Christmas episode. Yeah. Sounds scary podcast. Once again, that podcast is just
1: fine. And we're not going to go back into, you know,
2: I told you, man, it's
1: because the content, it's all about the content. This show is just unpredictable. It's too wild.
0: I don't know. I think we could have every 10 episodes, GQ joins us every two and a half months instead of every, you know, week he joins us. We could have a more controlled content show. And well, you know, i fact the two of that, you were going to plan an award show. That would be, that's a goal I have for 2022. I would like to get GQ back on these airwaves, even if it's four times once a season. Once, you know, maybe we could do a rumble talk. This will get you to have to watch these damn pay-per-views. We could do a rumble talk. We could do a WrestleMania talk. Like we could actually, you know, or, or he's part of the ranking show and we do the ranking show, you know, I will get on that. I, I will, I will make a resolution. My first step will be to remember to text GQ at some point about this idea. That's my first
1: step.
2: All right.
0: Uh, Good luck on your uh, resolutions there, dear Che.
1: Yeah, I would like to start working out as well. Like, I was doing a lot of kettlebell stuff over the summer, and that fell apart the moment I decided basically to work a second job during the fall semester. Sure. And now I still have no time with the other stuff I'm doing. Yeah. But I really need to get back to doing that stuff. I'd like to finish 2022 below 200 pounds, but that's, you know, that's just not going to happen.
2: That's not going to happen. So why I, even make a goal? It, I think, it why could. even make a goal? I think it could. I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh,
1: Jeremy, don't look up. So I'm in the middle of watching this. Don't look up gimmick on the Netflix. It's not bad. Ron Perlin brings the goods as usual, but I digress. It got me wondering if I, if told, that a comet is 100% wiping out all life on earth in six months. Walk us through what your next six months would look like. Jeremy sent for my iPhone while on the middle of this. Don't look up gimmick on the Netflix.
0: I'm pretty sure. Now the question is, have I been told or has the world been told?
1: Because yeah, if the world's been told, you're not going to be doing much of anything for six months. Cause it's just going to be a fucking nightmare out there.
0: Yeah. You're hiding in your house with weapons waiting for you're trying not to get to
1: killed before the, the comet kills you, but you're definitely yeah. going to die. Cause so that's going to be,
0: cause that will be just a purge. And maybe you, we, we have a, we would like to watch that movie. We have not yet. Um, but I have to imagine that is one of the things that they would be wary of is as soon as you give people a time clock, the de- world is definitely ending in six months. All rules are out the window, you know, so, now, if we knew, if it was just us, and the rest of the world didn't know, but because we host the DDT Wrestling Podcast, we were aware, Um, I would be quitting my job and spending the last six months blowing through our considerable amount of savings and traveling and doing whatever we wanted when we wanted. that. That would be my plan.
1: Yeah, I guess it was just me who knew. I guess I would take out a massive line of home equity loans and get as much money as I possibly could. Sure, there you go. Uh, just take out every single loan, max out every single credit card, just get all that money, and then just do whatever the fuck we wanted.
0: What would be, what would be two things that you would want to do in that situation? Again, let's take out all the negative... like. You just have that have that money and you wanna spend it. You're not investing in anything. You're not necessarily buying yourself, you know, a new computer or a new, you know, sound bar, sound bar for Manson Manor, because that's not gonna matter anymore. But are you traveling? The problem is
1: nothing matters, right, at that point except for experience. That's it. So yeah, I probably would say let's get on a fucking plane, let's go to Bora Bora. Um, let's live for the rest of our lives on one of those huts on top of the blue water drinking fucking Mai Tais and uh, Pina coladas, and just uh, wait it out, I guess. I don't know.
2: Yeah.
0: I think there would be things I would want to do. Would you, would you want to like make amends with people? Would you want nope. to do the opposite of make amends
1: and nope. just tell everyone people don't matter. Off,
2: Nobody off matters. does not matter. Disappears. Yep. Gone. Stick with my loved ones. Can't wait to be in Bora Bora with you. I mean, if you can get the money, let's go. If we knew the world was ending in six months, I assume we
0: would both have the money. Yeah, I assume so. So, Not GQ, though. You're not invited. You'd be selling that electric Mustang of yours.
1: Yeah, right? Uh, our next email comes from Glenn. Happy er New Year. Sent from Mail for Windows. Hi, guys. Just a quick email to say thanks for letting Jeremy and I, the honor and pleasure of being part of episode 300. In a lot of ways, it's been another tough, been another rough old year. Once again, you guys and all the besties have made it a lot more bearable. Getting established with the Peace of Business podcast with now one of my best mates in the whole world and having you both on for our 50 was a big highlight. But after listening for six years, being part of DDT was the biggest thrill of all. So here's to 2022 and hope that everybody has a great year. Happy New Year, Glenn.
0: Glenn, we love you. Thank you. It was an honor to have you both on the show. Absolutely. Way more fun and more enjoyable. Uh, However, I will say I'm not hoping for a great year. Again, reasonable expectations. I am hoping for a fine year. I will be okay if things are fine. I don't know if I can say that 2021 was fine. I am content with a fine, average, run-of-the-mill, ho-hum,
2: boring year. If we can get that, I'll be pleased as punch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. Start thinking. We got a couple more emails to go, but just letting you know, start
0: thinking of your piece of positivity. Mrs. Manson,
1: New Year's Memories. Dear Doc in D.C., 2022 is rapidly approaching, and I have thought of a former New Year's celebration from a decade ago. Doc may remember this one. Standing in the cold, overlooking the Boston Harbor, one fine New Year's Eve night, after the clock struck midnight and the fireworks cleared, Doc got down on one knee with a very sparkly diamond ring and asked me to marry him, to which I replied, Are you serious? (laughs) After all this time, I'm seriously glad I said yes. Happy 10th anniversary, Doc. Do either of you have any other fond memories of New Year's Eve's past? Cheers to 2022. Love, Mrs.
0: M. Oh, well, that's cute. When she said, are you serious? Did you want to just stand up and go, I guess not, and walk away?
1: No, that was not really something I
2: considered replying okay. with. Nah, nah. Hmm what do you remember from 10 years ago? Um, I remember a very difficult person
1: who seemed intent on not having any fun and not realizing at all why we were out here doing things. And this seems like, ah, oh, this is just, why don't we just go back to the hotel? And, and fighting tooth and nail and clawing. And at the end of the night being like, why am I even, I should just, I should probably just bring this drink back to the store and trying to get as much money back as I can. But no, it was a lovely time. It was everything I could have hoped for.
0: Did you, we are, we're up on 12 yeah, I think we. Yeah, we got engaged in 2009, so this was 12 years. I just remember constantly checking my pocket, even though it was a larger ring box, and I could feel it. Just that constant check of like, this is going to be the one time I lose something, and this is not something you can like just hop down to the Seven Eleven and rebuy. And you know, was it True. a coat
1: coat pocket, pants pocket? Ah, uh, yeah, interior pocket of jacket because. It was winter, so it was a nice bulky winter coat. So that, yeah,
0: no, we were it was in secured. A, we were in the local uh, casino, so it was in my pants pocket, and I just kept constantly. Now, luckily, in my case, Mrs. Matthews knew it was coming. This was not a surprise. But
1: everybody else at the casino thought you were just rubbing your pants, and they were about to call security. That they,
0: yeah, that, they either thought I was rubbing my pants or just continuing to check for my weapon. <laughs> um, Is that what you call it? I do uh any I have a vivid memory of being at tall Guy's house one New Year's Eve and my wife and I going upstairs to like a s like an extra room and just taking a nap because we were old back then, and it was late
2: and we were tired, and we didn't want to be in his stupid condo anymore. we wanted to go home yeah I remember, that. Uh, I remember um the the New Year's Eve of the
0: millennium, which I suppose was the year before the millennium, so ninety New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety nine, heading into the year two thousand. I, I remember where I was for that, which was a little weird. But where were you? I was in a uh, There was a girl I uh, very much appreciated in high school, <laughs> and it, she was spending New Year's Eve at a local religious retreat house for an overnight. Uh, and so, because I really appreciated that's where I went to. And so, I spent uh, the millennium in a church having mass as the year before the mass. millennium. Yeah, as 99 became 2000. Yeah. And I'm sitting there with the person who at the time was my best friend and uh, him looking over at me and being like, this is what we decided to do. And I was like, it, it'll work out. No.
2: <laughs> no. It may have worked
0: out had I had the cojones to, you know, act on it, but that was that's never been my forte.
1: No, no I suppose so, not.
0: Um, but yeah, you know, New Year's Eve to me now especially, we will have good food, we will enjoy each other's company and we will go to bed at a reasonable hour and not stay up for
2: fireworks and all the zining and all of that. Mm, yeah. 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 So our final
0: email, we don't hear from this person often, but it's always nice when we do Rachel corporate America. Hi. Would you like me to do this one or would you?
1: Yeah, it's it's a little long. It's a little long, Rachel. A little long. Hi guys. (laughs) I
0: hope you both had a wonderful Christmas holiday. Santa brought nod, a rocket ship. See picture below. Figured I'd send an email to make my presence known to you and the besties. Tomorrow, Rob and I are going to a Verizon store to try to fix our bill. I checked today, and it went up $60, and my poor mom is due to pay $300 next month. She just retired, so we can't be doing that every month. I'm going to find out why, and my mom suggested threatening to leave if they don't fix whatever games they're playing with the bill. I had it down to $179 last summer. Have either of you had much luck threatening to do that with another company? I feel like they say they can't help or do much, but then there's a whole script for if someone threatens to leave and now suddenly they can save you money. I'm also considering paying off my phone early and getting a new one. New year, new phone. Any fun goals or hopes and dreams for 2022? Personally, I hope that the world doesn't totally fall into collapse again and maybe the student loan cancellation. Eh? Eh? Bye for now. And prob for six more months until my next email, Rachel. And there's a picture of uh, a bunny in a rocket ship.
2: Yeah, I got to say.
0: uh, Elon
1: Musk is sending rabbits to space. The the rabbit is adorable. Not
2: as wonderful. The rocket ship looks great. Um, Yeah, that rabbit looks pretty happy in there. Um I let out that little bubble. (laughs) Look at that guy. Look at that. Yeah, I suppose. I dealt with uh Comcast and I remember
0: calling them to complain about our bill back when we had a phone line and cable and whatnot. And I remember saying that I was looking into other options. Um and then being able to give me a deal, but it was only going to be for six months or a year. And, you know, and I said, I remember saying, okay, well, I'll call back in a year then. And then I did call back one year later. And at that point I was like, I'm, we're just going to get rid of cable and the phone and just have internet. And at that point they went, okay. And yeah. five minutes later it was done, which I was very happy with, but it, that was when I was, you know, first realized, oh. Cutting cutting the ca- the cord on cable is something that they're just expecting now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you know, it's a tricky thing. I I'm assuming you have a family plan plan, excuse me. Family plan, which is why you're paying three hundred dollars a month for a cell phone.
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like the the larger your plans are, the more lines you have and so forth, the sure. the more deals they're able to cut you. Yep. So the thing that I always well, think also, is bullshit is you have these like family plans with like four lines or something. Um, Like Verizon, I think is a great example. It's like you go onto their website, right? And you configure a family plan with four lines and it works out to where like every line is $35 a month or something like that. Right. But for some reason, if you're a single person, the cheapest you can get it is $70 a month. Yeah. Or if you are two people like me and Mrs. Manson, the cheapest you can get it is $60 a piece. And I'm like, yeah, What sense does this make? The use of the service, whether I'm one person, two people, or four people. I, as a person, am going to use this just as much as the one person who's on that four lines of that family plan. And they get charged $35, whereas I get charged $70. It just goes to show that it's all just a fucking racket. It's completely arbitrary. And what they're charging you has nothing to do with what the cost of the service actually is no, to them. It's a bunch of bullshit. And frankly, it makes me feel like we're completely getting ripped off in this country, especially when you look at other countries where cell phone service is more like $45 a month. Um, it's just complete horseshit. And I hate it. I basically hate everything about America at this point, And I would like to leave. Anybody wants to take me, let me know. What it sounds like to me. Is you need to add a third line
0: to your family, your little family plan you have there. So you'll pay extra, but maybe not as much. And that third line becomes your work number that you don't answer unless it's between business hours.
1: That's what I do with my personal phone already.
0: I know. I, tr- I text you regularly and sometimes hear back right away,
1: but most of the time it takes a little bit. Uh, I mean, part of it is Which, I'm just not glued to my phone. And the other part of it is I also feel like, I, well, I, this is just the excuse everybody gives. I'm, it's not that I'm bad with text messages. I'm bad at getting notifications. And I don't think it's me. I think it's the phone. But it's always the phone. So I feel like maybe it is me. So I, I don't know. But like I just, I don't. When I do use my phone, for some reason, I'm able to use my phone and get into it and get into the apps that I'm using and never see the fact that I have a text message waiting from someone. I don't know how that's possible, but it just seems to be the way it is. So I, I have it set. I hide my
0: notifications. Well, I regularly when I text you, I get a notification that says that you've essentially silenced your phone. I don't know if you've set it for certain hours, like when you're sleeping or what My have you. My phone
1: does use—I um, don't know what it's called anymore. They've changed it. But like when when I'm in the car driving, it's supposed to send back a message that says, "Hey bitch, I'm driving." So
0: no, I don't get that, but I do get occasionally. It probably probably disappears. I'll get something that says this user has <laughs> notification silenced from me. So, yeah. Like if I text at 530 in the morning, it, I'll get that notification. And so I'm like, I assume you've set it so that you don't get notifications in the middle of the night, which makes total sense. I didn't but, realize it
1: sent you a message about that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think I do have set up quiet hours, I think is what they used to call it, so that I don't get disturbed in the middle of the night. And it's not that I even sure. really care about the notifications. It's just that I don't want my phone screen lighting up at three yep. in the morning. Yeah. There's the only reason why I said them.
0: But yeah. I have the vast majority of people, uh, my alerts silenced. In fact, the only people that I can, unless it's like a group that's new or it's a person I haven't heard from in a while. Uh, the only people that the actual notification comes through are my wife, my parents, and Doc Manson. <gasps> Those are the only four people. That if they, if they text, I want an actual notification I, and to know about it. I feel special. Everybody, you know, I use my phone primarily for text messaging. That's the main thing I'm doing on it. Like, I'll check Twitter if I'm away from a computer or something. Um, so I'm always checking, looking to see if I have text. So I notice if somebody has texted most of the time. But, uh, yeah, I get rid of the notifications. I don't want to be
1: bothered. My phone is primarily my... Twitter and Reddit machine. Sure. And that's really yeah. it. And you nope. see how much I use Twitter. So yeah,
0: it's, it's Twitter. I don't
1: call people. I don't text people. I don't nope. have Facebook messenger. I don't have WhatsApp, nothing of that sort. I, so uh, I don't even know what WhatsApp is. Uh, it's texting email,
0: which is mainly just for my mom. Cause she's the only person who still emails me regularly. Weather and Twitter. And my daily Sudoku puzzle. That's, mm. that's really what I am using uh, my phone for these days.
1: I want to get a and new phone. Well, my phone is three years old, which yep. I mean, I don't really care about. But like when my iPhone 6S was two years old, it had severely degraded performance. Like it had that battery issue, you know, where like yeah. the battery... Drained really, really quickly, and it was throttling the processor. So everything was really slow. And I ended up getting the battery replaced because there was like a warranty thing at that point. And so then I kept that phone for three years. And at the end of the three years, like, and then when I first got it replaced, it worked great. But by the end of the three years, like, the battery was shitty again. The processor was being throttled again, and I got rid of it. And that was at the end of three years. Now, this phone that I have now, I've had again for three years, and it's had none of those problems. Like, the battery still holds a good charge. It doesn't drain excessively. It still has good performance. Like, I really have no complaints about this phone other than I dropped it, like, six months ago, and I cracked the screen. So I kind of want to buy a new phone so I can have an uncracked screen. Yep. But, like, ever since the new iPhones came out, they've been out of stock. And, like, I could order one that will get delivered to me, like, two or three weeks from now, but I really just... But And so this is silly, right? Because I should just order it and get it in three weeks. But there's some part of me that wants to just go to the Apple store and pick it up in person. And the fact that I can't means I'm not going to do it. And Mm -hmm. so since I can't do that now because of the chip shortages and I doesn't seem like I'm going to be able to do it throughout January or February, like at that point, once I'm into like once I get to like February 1st, I'm like well, it's only six months until the next iPhone is released. So then I'm just going to wait for the next ones. And so I, I actually think that, despite the fact that I'd like to get a new phone, because I, I, do, I do dislike this cracked screen, um, I think this phone might end up going four years. Because like, I, I really have no complaints about the performance of it. At all. Yeah.
0: It's fine. The only, my phone's fine. I don't need it to do much. The only issue... Um, that I have is all of these things I have read that um, 3G is going away at some point. Yep. And it turns out that's not going away on Verizon for another uh, year or so. So I don't have to worry about it. Um, That's when I'll buy a new phone when this phone no longer works. The fact that it's not the, you get a free upgrade every two years and you have to pay for it. That's probably why Rachel is paying so much for that family plan is she's probably leasing her phone and that's 30 or $40. And if somebody else in the family is leasing a phone, that's
1: 30. I think or that's a separate bill though. Well, actually, it? no, it depends. No, no it's not. It's I've not looked. always. You're right. Yeah. When I've looked for me, it's say. a separate bill because when I do the thing for the phone, I do it through Apple. So that's a separate bill from my yeah. service, which comes from the, whoever company I'm with at the time. So yeah, I guess if you were with Verizon and you leased from Verizon, you would get it all on one bill. That makes sense. Yeah, I just don't like doing that because I don't. If I if you if you get the phone from Verizon, you get a locked phone that's locked to Verizon. I'd rather get it from Apple, which has an unlocked phone. And then if I wanted to use it on AT and T or T Mobile, I could could, and I have made that switch. So in the past, that makes sense. So I I don't know. I just
0: yeah. I'm still in the market for a new Chromebook because the V key still doesn't work on this one. Although, today, while I was the what doesn't work? looking at
2: the V key,
1: how was that? One key,
2: the letter V. What happened to your new laptop that you were recording on? That I'm
0: still using, but that's right here. I'm still using my Chromebook. The MacBook is ours. So it is used for my wife's business and for podcasting. It's very, it's used for very little else. So I still have my Chromebook, but one of the letters does not work. And so I was like, do I get another one? And I got a sizable gift card, thanks to a family member to potentially get myself a new Chromebook or laptop. But today, today I realized that Chromebook, Chromebooks have a setting where it'll pop up an on-screen keyboard. So if I want to just click the letter V, it shows up. And so now I'm like, oh, well, now I don't know if I need a new one because now I can type the letter V whenever I want. And it's only slightly inconvenient as opposed to having to have one always copied and then pasted, but you can't paste easily because it's the V key. So you can't control V paste. Why are you giving
1: me that look? Your your I don't want to say your understanding of, but your your use of technology just What? It's
2: I, just, am it's I just,
0: missing am I missing a very obvious thing? No,
1: no, you're not missing anything. I just think it's so quaint. You know what I mean? Like as someone who, who like who doesn't think twice about spending stupid amounts of money on a desktop computer and replacing the keyboard if I need to, or whatever, you know what I mean? Spending the money on the headphones. You have to hear from you. I've been struggling with this garbage computer with this key that doesn't work. And I'm copying and pasting and doing the thing on the screen. And it just, it's almost like it almost sounds reminds me of like my grandmother using a computer or something. But like, but, 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 but like that, that, I, but honestly, like that says more about me yeah. being you an asshole. A, you would have bought a new one the next day. Right. You know what day. I mean? Like it says more about me than it does you, I think, but it's just, it just, yeah, it just struck me as kind of quaint. You, you describing how you're using this thing and, ah, uh, ah, you're I'm delighted adorable. I can
0: amuse you as always, Doc Mets, and I'm delighted I can amuse you. Give me a piece of positivity. Or as I would have to type it before learning this new hack. Give me your piece of positive positivity.
1: Um, like I got I got engaged like twelve years ago. That sounded pretty cool. I mean, that, that's
2: ten. ten. Oh, I got engaged twelve years ago. Oh, that's, that's, engaged that's, 10 years ago. Yeah, that's red. It's ten. That that's cool. Positive positivity.
0: Did you? Are you going to do something extra special to celebrate? No. I think you should get a, you should get like a ring pop and you should put it around Oscar's neck. Where the hell am I going
1: to get a ring pop?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I'm sure they sell them. Um, But yeah.
1: All right. Well, that's,
0: that's a fair, that is a fair thing to talk about. 10 years of being engaged is quite what, what year for, are you up to eight years now? Yeah. For wedded
1: bliss. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't know. It's the holidays
1: and Christmas is nice. And New Year's is coming up, and technically I'm on vacation. So, you know, just just yeah. just chilling and yeah. just, just,
0: you know. Everyone, everyone can feel the vacation vibes just emanating off of you.
1: Feeling so very chill these days. Um, and this is probably, like, not anything that's new that, to anybody. This, everybody probably knows it already. But I recently discovered uh, Markiplier, who is a yeah. video game streamer uh, and YouTuber. Yeah. And I've been enjoying watching him play uh, various games. I'm fascinated by the Five Nights at Freddy's games. Um, Okay. I don't know why, but like I I also like watching the Five Nights at Freddy's uh, Game Theory videos, the Game Theory channel, with Matt Pat, not to be confused with Markiplier. I don't know. There's something about... I've never played any of those games, and I don't think I would like playing them because they're really just jump, scare, box boxes like jack-in-the-boxes at least most of them yeah. are the more recent one seems more like an actual real game um, sure. security breach I think it's called that, that's what I've been watching Markiplier play um, I don't know what it is about those games but like all the crazy lore and the story that's so ambiguous that's just sort of there in the details and like ah, I'm fascinated fascinated by it Um, so deep, I, deep into that
0: I enjoy Markiplier Um, I love his voice.
2: My goodness. I enjoy
0: him especially. uh, So uh, I recommend a heist with Markiplier, which is his choose your own adventure series. He does a video and there's two options and you click. And so he made basically a choose your own adventure book. Like we had when we were kids, but as a YouTube series, which is fun.
1: Um, I would probably have to turn off my thing that. Cause it probably depends on like those pop-ups at the end of the video where you choose another video. Yes. Yeah, I have like all sorts of scripts to strip all that shit out of YouTube. Cause I fucking hate all the stuff YouTube shows me. Okay. Uh, fair enough. Fucking YouTube. Don't get me started on fucking YouTube. <laughs> fucking I, assholes I, I, over there at YouTube.
0: I also recommend. Yes. Um, he has two friends, Bob and Wade.
1: Yeah. I, hey. I just looked up their
0: podcast I am a subscriber to their podcast. I don't listen to it regularly. What's it called again?
1: Distractable. Distractable. Yeah, I just, I just subscribed to it the other day. I haven't even listened to an episode yet, but,
0: um, but they're gay yeah, before the party played Uno, Mark, Bob and Wade. Who's the party? Uno. That's the up, up, down, down, Xavier Woods, Tyler Breeze, Cesaro, and Adam Cole called themselves the Party.
1: None of those people are employed by that company anymore except for uh, Apollo Creed, whatever his name is. Xavier Woods. Consequences Creed. Yeah, that's and the one. Cesaro. Two of them. Cesaro's still, still employed? He is. <laughs> he is. I didn't realize. Okay, cool. Um, What's he doing? But.
0: He fought Walter in a, on a European tour recently, okay. which I'm sure was a great match. Yeah, uh, sounds good. But um, they've played some fun games. Human Fall Flat is a fun one. They've played, uh, is it Dead by Daylight? Yeah. Is that the horror movie game? Yeah, probably.
1: I, it seems like Markiplier yeah. plays a lot of horror games, which is why I think I'm going to enjoy um, going through his back catalog.
0: They did a game. I don't remember the name of it, but it was a game that was essentially like Hypercube where you ah, I've seen that game rooms, before.
1: I forget what the name of it is, but I've seen it before, yeah. You like
0: throw a shoe in yeah, the yeah, room yeah. and Yeah.
1: You know, I saw they, somebody else you, play it. Giant Bomb I think, done, but yeah. They've done that, which is entertaining. So
0: yeah, I think you'll enjoy. It. I watch Mark Bob and Wade sometimes and I go, if this
1: in another What's reality. What's Mark Bob and Wade? Is that like a separate channel or no, a show he does put, occasionally on his channel? They each, they all have
0: they all have um
1: their own YouTube channel. Are Bob and Wade worth looking into on their own? No. Okay. I I don't know. Your opinion, yeah. Gotcha. But um
0: but I but I watch them and I go, okay. If in another reality, this is you, me, and GQ.
1: In a reality where we all got famous and we had plenty of money. And yeah. And I think
0: in that world, and I try to think of it, I'm like, I'm not Mark. I know that. I think Doc Manson is Mark. Yes! It's probably I'm GQ, prob- but I'm probably, no, <laughs> I'm probably, I, I'm probably a mixture of Bob and Wade. I'll be interested. If you happen to watch, I I'm scared to think that I'm Wade. I'd like to think I'm Bob, but okay. But I'll have to let you know. Yeah. All right. Um, I will go with, let's see, my piece of positivity. I'm enjoying these headphones. They're comfortable after an hour and 20 Oh, minutes. they are still comfortable. Good. They are. Good. I'm glad to hear. It. Uh it was a nice holiday. It was a little long, but it was a nice holiday. I enjoyed seeing family. I enjoyed not having to worry too too much. We did COVID tests 2 days before and then the day of going up to see some other family. Um so, you know, I've been swabbed multiple times, which is oh, just such an enjoyable experience. Uh and it's been nice to be able to focus on getting some stuff done while also being able to relax. So I will, I will just say I am enjoying my vacation. I am trying to do as much vacationing as, as possible, which is why once again, I am playing Skyrim. I have created a competitor named Lord Stephen Regal. <laughs> he is, he is unarmed.
1: So I get to watch him do suplexes and choke slams and judo throws. Um, I kind of want to start dropping pages of my lab manual in the bestie chat just to see if anybody uh, gets anything out of it. I think you should.
0: <laughs> I think you should. We will. We will test run it for you. Anything else, Doc Manson at Doc Manson? Anything else you'd like to say before we head on into that Wednesday uh, earlier evening
1: than usual? If you'd like to have your thoughts read on the air, please send us an email podcast at DDT Wrestling. You can listen to our entire back catalog of episodes at your podcast repository of choice. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you, head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT Wrestling to give just a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It helps us keep the lights on and it keeps this podcast train a chugging. He is Doc Manson
0: at Doc Manson. My name is DC Matthews at The DC Matthews. I just wrote something in the Bestie chat that said, I think it could have evolved given time. The only way I did that is because now I have the on-screen keyboard so I can hit that V key anytime I want.
2: I should buy a new Chromebook. Until we meet again, my friends. Won't you be a Bestie? Cesaro, still employed.